Got to get dog food today. Don't forget, Dave. Need dog food. This is what happens when you're in a relationship. Your chick just tells you things that you need to get. It's just like the primal time. What's up, Tasha? Got to get dog food today. Okay. Good to know. Your microphone is on. You are not sitting down. People can't hear you. And if they can't hear you, I win. Welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast with your host, Dave Neal. Welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Dave Neal. How's everybody doing today? This is Sunday morning where I'm recording. You're listening Monday morning. If you downloaded on time, uh, I had a cup of coffee in the shower. Beat that, people. If you haven't had, first of all, if you haven't had a beer or a coffee in the shower, I'll, I'll let it slide if you have a bag of wine. If you've done a bag of wine in the shower, you're okay in my book. But uh, I told the old lady, I said, I'm getting in the shower. When that coffee's done, I want it in my hand. And I obliged. And she obliged. Like the, like the feminist that she is, she listened to her man and got him the fuck what he wanted, which was a coffee. It would have settled for sex, but coffee works. <laughs> What's happening with the world out there today? How's everybody doing out there? Are you doing well? I'm talking to each and every one of you who's listening. Um, this could possibly be the day that we hit 10,000 downloads this month. Thank you all so much for that. Uh, it is, Yeah, it's going to happen on Monday. It's going to happen tomorrow. Wow, Maybe Tuesday. That is so exciting. I know. This month, the big goal was 9,000. We're going to hit 10,000. And it's thanks to people like you. Um, I'm gonna read one. I'm gonna read one. Uh, I'll read one um, person who wrote in because I want to reward you guys for subscribing. Because hey, fuck, it's great. It's it makes my day when I check the subscriptions and we get a new review. Um, we had someone. I think her name's Kay. She was listening. She was watching my uh, YouTube reviews of The Bachelor. And by the way, I've, I'm re- having a real hard time doing these reviews anymore. Bachelor in Paradise is the biggest dog shit of a show I've ever seen. I mean, if I wanted to watch. A bunch of people in their 30s try to get laid. I just look in the mirror. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I just go down to Hollywood Boulevard and uh, peruse all the drunks. I mean, it's just a horrible show. So I was doing all these Bachelor recaps, which I actually kind of enjoy the Bachelor recaps. They take a lot of effort. You know, I take notes and I like, I want to make jokes. I don't want to just like rant. I mean, I rant, but I also want to like have some joke structure. It takes, you know, it takes four or five hours to put that out there. And then I get some fucking douchebags on Reddit being like, you fucking suck. But most people are very supportive. Anyway, this chick, Kay Marie, says, um, she said, hey, it reminds her of her all-time favorite radio show. Hey, uh, she goes, I'm really enjoying the podcast so far, especially when you do interviews and chats with guests like Tasha. It reminds me of my favorite talk show from Sirius XM Radio called Cocktails with Patrick or Cox with P for short. <laughs> I'm going to start one called Dicks with D. Uh, um <laughs> Dicks with or Cox with D. Uh, not sure if you've heard it or of it, but it would be awesome to hear him on your podcast as a guest. Hey, I love when people recommend guests. So I don't know who Patrick is or what is Cox all about, but I'll check him out for sure. Uh, he said, she said, you have similar personalities in a way and you both make me laugh. Otherwise, thanks for the heads up about this from your YouTube recaps. Hey, thanks so much, Kay. I'm so excited that um, people are tuning in from from the youtube podcast i know you know people watch youtube it's hard to get you to click on another link to come see me over here but we do this twice a week and i've been doing it 151 episodes now so this is uh something i really uh i'm really having a fun time with so um 
And then someone else wrote, "My life is boring." North Hollywood Jules. She wrote in and said she's been living vicariously through me. What a roller coaster of emotions! Hey, thanks so much. Oh, we got another one. Good to hear. Um, really appreciate the really appreciate those uh, reviews. For those of you that don't know, you can just uh, search "Sex Actually" on your podcast app and write a. Um, you just uh, you just search "Sex Actually." Even if you're a subscriber, you got to click on it through the search button. Then click reviews, then click write a review and leave a nice review. Chase Hall rewrote his review. He said, congratulations on 150 episodes of this amazing podcast. I listen every time and always go back and re-listen to previous episodes. I love that he listens to previous episodes. The other day he was like, yo, what was the one with that chick who like wanted to date the guy, but then she was a lesbian still? And I was like, episode 98. <laughs> that was a fun one. I brought, I brought my buddy Todd over to meet this chick thinking that they were going to want to date because they were both getting flirty on my news feed. They both got flirty on my status update, and I was excited. And then I bring Todd over, and she has a chick there. And she's like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm like, you're not a fucking waste of machine. And then she's like, please, can you not tag me in that episode? Oh, the episode you agreed to be on, but it didn't go exactly how you wanted, you entitled bitch. Can I, are you, can I call someone an entitled bitch when that's, the, when that's how, what happens? Well, yeah. I guess if they are actually... An entitled bitch. Then you got to talk into call. the microphone. Am I not talking into the? Your microphone? voice sounds so pretty when you're talking into the microphone. Oh, thanks, babe. When you're not, I can't hear you. So she was being an entitled bitch, and this is a feminist positive podcast. Everybody, uh, that was one of the topics I wanted to go over. Is I don't know how the fuck. Oh, you're already rolling your eyes. I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, I'm not going to bring up all the the all the East Coast shit. I'm just like it's so hard. Like I don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to do as a guy. I'm so sick of You're bearing... supposed to be supportive of women. You're supposed to think about your your experience like through a woman's eyes or a woman's experience and and try and understand what it's like to be a woman. It doesn't come naturally to you because you Cuz I don't get free man. drinks at the bar. No. Because you can walk home safe at night. You said that some creepy dude was yelling at you last night after you parked yeah, the car. Yeah, but you know what I thought? I th- I was I was walking back from this crack part of town where I had to park the car and there was like a bunch of drunks and shit. I think he thought I was a woman. I think he, he, he was. So maybe that should be a like, hey, teaching the, moment he for goes, you. He yells at me and goes, hey, there's my friend with the long hair. And I was going to turn around and be like, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who's that butch lesbian with the fucking nice locks of highlighted hair um no i don't know so look uh yeah i guess i just take the burden i feel like I, i'm taking the burden of of like other people's i feel like the black dude from green mile when he like feels everyone else's pain i'm taking the burden for all like there's a lot of white guys and, and men in general that are pieces of shit and i'm not and i don't want to ever sound like a white knight being like oh i'm not like my shit doesn't stink like all men have like egos and we've used that to survive through thousands of years like we've used like tribal mentality to survive and 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 you know have your women and have your group of people that you trust and things like that and and i'm not saying that i'm not defending it but it's just crazy like like for those listening you know i i I was doing stand-up the other night and there was just this man hating chick on stage and it's like what like okay okay i get it Women, I get it. Rape, murder, yeah, we're we're like uh, aggressive. I get it. We're it's not a good time to be a male. Well, it's never been a good time to be a woman, so that's like a really tired argument. I can understand how it's frustrating to have women who 
who really, you know, are just, they've got a cross to bear. Like they're, they're so upset. They hate men so much because of, of how they've been treated their entire lifetimes and for generations, you know, their mothers, their grandmothers. It's, it sucks that like, you now, your peers are the ones that are sort of like having to pay these reparations. Yeah, me as a as now raised by a single mom, older sister. But you know, then that should make you more sensitive to this. That should make you more understanding. I think it makes me more upset when I'm lumped into like dudes who are assholes, and I and I do understand it all. But I just don't get like I I, I Google searched how to how for how for a guy to be a feminist. Can I read some of these? Justin Trudeau. That's how. The Canadian Prime Minister. I'm just in love with him. Well, you know what? Fucking, do you need a flight to Canada? Do you need to go back? Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry I'm not Justin Trudeau. I don't have some French name with a nice profession in healthcare. I don't. I'm sorry. Anyway, look, I just pulled up Bustle's article on how to be a feminist. Like It's, it's first of all, and I'm, this isn't, you know, we're no experts here, nor, nor are we going to accomplish anything other than conversation. But it's like, what, like... You, you're like feminists don't like you, Tasha. Your own girls don't like you. I don't. I Why? hate to pin because you because I'm a woman who likes football. The, is that what you're talking about? Cause, yeah, because you're a woman who who's attractive and dates a comic who isn't well, a, a super feminist. Can be, people can not like me for whatever reasons they want to not like me, but I don't think that they're not liking me because I don't stand up for women. I like I you. Think I can be a feminist and still have whatever job I want to have. Yeah, but or you like, could also be picked still, apart. You could still be a feminist who wants to be a stay-at-home mom. And a lot of feminists wouldn't agree with that. They think that you should be in the workplace. But really, it's more about like women having the right to choose to do whatever they want to do. I agree with all the things. I think we're pr- I think we're both pretty on board. I mean, I like to like dissect issues. Obviously, like you're going to – if there's a – you know, like a controversial issue going on. You're gonna, you're gonna stick up for women, and I'm gonna stick up for men. But at the same time, like we're like living under the same roof here. I think, I think we like pretty much have the same idea. But um, it's one of the top things on Bustle.com. It's like how to be a feminist is recognize that feminism is complicated. There's, there's so many different things that women want. Like we're not talking like the right to vote. I see, and 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 let me just blanket this with saying I'm not mansplaining to anyone. I hate the term. It's dumb. This like. That's more something that like happens in the workplace. So you wouldn't really like even for me, it's been a long time since I've been in this sort of situation. And I've pretty much in like my corporate jobs back in the day, I have always worked in a pretty like woman dominated field. But there is something that goes on in the workforce these days where like a girl can say an idea for a project and no one listens. And then her male colleague says the same idea. And everybody's like, oh, that's a great know. idea. That just happens all the time with men, too. Like, you, you, I can't tell how many times I've said a joke in a group in a group setting, and then the guy next to me says the same fucking thing louder. That's the biggest pain in the ass thing in the world. Is like, if, like, you, if, like, you're saying something, and then someone's like, yeah, yeah, and then it's like, bro, like, you didn't even cite me. I'm right next to you. Men, it, the men do it to men all the time. So yeah, maybe it's men on, maybe it's a man, it's an it's aggressive. A, it's a man thing. Baby, let me talk matter. and explain Shut what up. it is, okay? I don't, I don't want this to fly Shut over your head. Up. I want you to know what I'm talking about. For ladies, if you're listening here, there's an option where you can play this in slow motion if you're not picking up on what I'm saying, okay? You're so stupid. 
No, the point is, I know that men do it to other men, but I think that men need to be more sensitive of like how women operate. Like I talk to women in Ugh. a different way than I talk to men. I don't have one sort of like blanket yeah, way like, that bitches, I am. Let's get rosé. And like I, I don't have a refusal to, you know, I understand that men and women are different because I'm a woman and I understand those subtleties. So I talk to my girlfriends in a different way that I talk to my guy friends. Yeah, men understand too, but it, it's it's annoying when when sometimes guys can just tell each other what the fuck to do. Like if some if some guy could come up to me and be like, "Yo, man, there's something wrong with your podcast. Your gains need to be higher." This and I'd be like, "Oh, cool. Oh shit, no shit. Thanks, man. Let me check that out." If if I if I said that to you, you'd be like, "The fuck's wrong with you? You think there's something wrong with my podcast? You're a fat fuck." I would never say that. No, but you would like but you would I find would my expect, flaws. You would like balance the flaws out. People in general to talk to each other with some sort of delicacy, and and men don't necessarily always do that. They can be really hard on each other, but women don't do that. If a if a woman spoke to another woman like that, they that would be the bitchiest thing to do because women are very sensitive. They're like in tune with like uh, emotions and, and unless you're a huge my, bitch, you don't try and hurt okay. other people's well, feelings. I like that you preface that unless you're a huge bitch because my, my old boss used to like shut me down She's big probably time. a huge bitch. She used I had to a, like... I had a female boss who was a huge bitch, but I also had um, a lot of female bosses who were really kind human beings. And then I had uh, at least one boss who was like a subtle bitch. She was like a, a sneaky bitch. Sneaky bitch. Yeah. Well, you know, well, why was she sneaky? She would just like, she would never like say something horrible to you, to your face, like, or be like really condescending or biting or whatever in the way that she spoke, but she would like sneakily like throw you under the bus or sneakily Jeez. like st- yeah. steal your idea and, and take you credit for it. And you can't like defend that because I've had that, I used to have that in, um, in college. I had a chick, I had a chick tell her sorority that I had AIDS. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's funny, but it's all, and I was a virgin, by the way. Uh, yeah, I was. I was a virgin. I, it was like my sophomore. I was still a virgin. Do you think that anybody actually really took her seriously? Like, uh, yes. I think HIV. I don't. I don't know this, but I feel like HIV takes a long time to turn into no, but, AIDS. Yeah, and but, there's not a lot of young people who have AIDS. Yeah, but days. there's no negotiating. Like, all right, if Dave doesn't have AIDS, then he's completely clean. No, they go. Oh, well, if he doesn't have AIDS, he at least has X, Y, and Z. Really. That, yes, when women, when girl, like I think that just sounds like a huge lie, and I wouldn't believe that hearing that from somebody. All right, this says in order to be a good feminine, uh, feminist, <laughs> number three, you have to listen. So let's just glaze over that one. Um, <laughs> number four, be aware of the intersections. What the fuck does that mean? Um, there are there are a lot of forms of oppression in our society, and many women experience more than one. AKA, they experience intersecting forms of oppression. And that in turn affects how they experience sexism. By the way, I bet you, uh, I bet you, like hardcore feminists would rip me apart for even reading this shit. Why? Because they don't want conversation. No. Here's the thing: that's not true. There are definitely going to be people in the feminist community who are super hard asses, and I know that we spoke about this when we were talking about the whole Kurt Metzger thing. But like, there are always going to be. There's different types of people, and there are different types of feminists. Sure, there are some people who've got their pitchforks out and they're looking for somebody to burn. And that's but, what every but, but sect of society. The vast majority of feminists are just they want. 
the support of men. They want the understanding of men. And I think a lot of feminists would be really proud of you for taking the time to sit down and read this article and try and understand what feminism is all, the, I, I all agree. about. I agree that the, the majority would. And unfortunately, it's the it's the wackos. It's like the Westboro Baptist it's Church. The it's the KKK. The they, yeah, they make it look they make fucking religion look bad for people. Hardcore, hardcore feminists. Like they make their point so fucking hard for men to even listen to. Like so for those okay so I'm not going to go into it but Kurt Metzger basically oh, there's a, no I'm just so tired basically of there was a there was this. an um there was a comedian in New York that was accused of rape by uh, UCB and it didn't go through any channels of police that we know of and all there was was uh, were rumors and hearsay and Kurt Metzger wasn't the person who was the subject of it as a comic he just said hey can't we just get some more facts before we before we judge this guy and then he also used horrible language. He's he just, got, he's he got, an instigator. He's a comedian. Like he got he, stuck in, he got trolled and he's a writer and Emmy award winner for Amy Schumer's show. And he's a, he's a really brilliant comic, but he's also, you know, in the past he had been in um, Jehovah's Witness and he was like forced to leave and he's had his own issues with cults and things like that. And he, and he felt like, like everyone wanted to banish him from comedy because he was sticking up for someone. And then, but feminists took it as why would men believe men and not believe women? And in fact, his real argument when you break it down completely, was that he didn't want to believe people starting the rumors. He it wasn't it wasn't but, the, you know, blaming like the victim women are versus the rapist. Take issue with that because like victim believability has always been a huge issue. Like so when you look at the statistics, so many women don't come forward because they're afraid of like being torn apart on the witness stand or not being believed. It's, and a, it's yeah, it's horrible. And, and even if you do all the right things, even if you've checked all the boxes, you're probably not going to convict him. They're not going to, he's not going to get any measurable. Se- and a lot of people don't know the rapes till leave and far after they don't, they don't kind of, Oh shit, really? Yeah. That way. Cause it's so a great you area. You can understand sometimes. why women would take issue with that. Like it's not, first it's, of all, it's not a great area that they got raped. It's a great area when women I can I can understand it's a gray area when you don't feel like you're the victim right away you know have you ever had that not me not with sexual but yeah, like we're just like oh shit like you don't I, really realize that something was wrong until kind of after it happened and then because you're fight or you flight just, like, you have like an icky feeling yeah in the moment I mean I I can't relate to that sexually but I can relate to that in other ways where I'm mm-hmm. like oh shit like I was I, you know I wish I stuck stuck up for myself better but I was just sort of trying to survive the moment um, anyway, so like as far as, so as far as the Kurt Metzger thing goes, he, he received, you know, hard, like it was spun so far in a different direction that he didn't want it to go in. And unfortunately his points were lost because of his use of language and he was pretty demeaning, but in the end stripped down, all he wanted to do was tell, like, tell people like we shouldn't just be so quick socially to accuse people without it's true. knowing this like mentality it's so popular these days because it's easy the reason it's so prevalent is because it's easy it requires zero effort but you know everybody on the internet gets on one side of the story we just want to belong one side you know they're not yeah. looking at a story from different news sources like they're reading whatever media spin you know whatever side it's, they're already it's interesting be on. reading like trump supporters shit because if you just read that you you could honestly be like oh they have a point even though their points are made off of like faulty land, you know what I mean? Like there's nothing to stand on there when you break it down or, and it's all, but like that doesn't matter to them because they're, they're kind of like voting on their uh, sort of emotions and their threats. And, you know, and the media is definitely like really to blame because we're all about clicks these days. Like speaking of clicks, if you're a Trump supporter, guys, you can still click subscribe on this podcast. <laughs> we'll take you. We will take you. It's fine. It's no big deal. If you live outside the country and don't know what we're talking about, click subscribe anyway. Rate and review. We'll be uh, we, we we don't we're not really political heavy, but with feminism, I mean, 
it's hard it's it's hard not to it, it's hard not to tie it all together because psychologically it really is about being in a tribe and by labeling things feminist you're almost telling men to pick a side obviously the side is feminism but feminism is so such a broad term that a lot of feminists hate other feminists they tore down Amy Schumer. They tore down Amy Schumer. All she's done is talk about her pussy and getting laid and she's sex positive and talking about being a little a slightly overweight or or a full-size woman and then the second they don't fit into her agenda into the feminist agenda the, these feminists, they tear her down about, to make a name about themselves. It's just nuts. But that's so, that really is nothing to do with feminism. That's just online trolls. Thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought we were going to say the same words. <laughs> a woman thing. Online trolls. That's what I said. Believe that out. Online trolls. A woman thing. It's a woman thing. No, it's not. Women pin each other apart down to the genetics to be you the one on the... You don't think that men do that too? Have you not? Okay, that thing we were watching the other day on HBO Sports about Aaron Andrews and, and those other sports broadcasters. Carissa, whatever her name is. And yeah. and these men came online and just tore them apart. It said the most horrible, sent them the most horrible. Babe, those aren't men. Those are online trolls. <laughs> I'm just saying it happens on it, men and women. Yeah, both the, the do internet it. is a vile it's, place. It's which a, I mean, I love the internet, but also this sure culture do. of of you know getting everybody with their pitchforks out. It really is. It's a sad and scary how can thing. we be offended today? And the only reason that my podcast and shit that I talk about, and I'm not controversial by any means, but the only reason no one said shit about me is I'm not famous. I have nothing. Yeah, I have nothing. Absolutely. To lose. As soon as you're famous, like every skeleton you've ever had in your closet comes tumbling out. It's it's a oh, sad yeah. and scary, scary thing. But Kurt Kurt Metzger, uh, as a comic, he, he, the thing with stand up comedy is if he, if you wanted to fire Kurt, you have to fire him from 150 different comedy clubs. Yeah, there's no he's losing not like your job. One boss. And it, it used but to be... here's the thing for for a lot of people, that's not the case. Like, and I'm sure people will be like, "Man," nah, when I start to say this, but that whole Cecile the Lion thing. Are you explaining this story to me? Shut up. It's, <laughs> that really... is it Cecile or Cecil? Cecile. Uh, I think it's Cecil. Whatever. Um, you know, I feel bad the dentist for that shot dentist. the lion. Yeah, you have to because that's a pitchfork. That's a perfect example. The dentist did all of his paperwork to do his yeah. legal thing. And morally, you can have issue with it. Absolutely, but the thing is, you like, you know, with lots Yelp of reviews. countries, they um, that's how they raise money. Like you, you pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something to have a permit to do this specific hunt to hunt si- this kind of thing. And, since- and it's a cons- conservation tactic that that's. You know, he's done everything legally that he was supposed to do. This is lots of people hunt for sport all over the country, all over the world. Lots of yeah, people hunt, hunt for, for sport. sport. And and lots of hunt people don't hunt, uh, hunt for sport. And lots of people don't understand it. But the fact that they have they literally ruined his life. The internet, people on the internet who never met him, who don't know anything about sport hunting, ruined his life and ruined his business. And that's they really... They chipped his tooth, if you will. It's scary. Well, it's, it is because... Um, yeah, and we don't know anything about that guy, but that would be a great case. It's a great case study of like wondering, you know, like this like sort of shadow we cast on people on the internet. So like you, like Kurt, Kurt in Kurt's case, you still you search his name, Kurt Metzger, you still get the Sadie Doyle blog from 2013, from three years ago. What's that? It's a whole different issue. There was a there was a you know rape jokes um, were a big deal like three four years ago because a comic made a rape joke and. Um, and it was just kind of like the trans, like the transgender community about about a year or two ago started like coming down real hard on anyone who said anything. And they and and the good thing with like democracy and sort of like 
the way our society works is you can generate a group of people to denounce something. But where is it where is it too far? When is it not educating? When is it just shaming? With a dentist case, look, look, they, they actually have to put down they're hunting lions, like not making any money doing it because they have to keep the populations in order. So because no one's doing the lion hunting like for sport, they the park rangers are doing it. Now look, I could be wrong. Really? I just I heard that on the Joe. Google it. Google it while I talk about this. No, I don't hunting want to. hunting lion okay, park rangers killing lion whatever. I want to do it. Anyway, um it's just where, where, how do we how do we get down this rabbit hole here? But so so my point is, Kurt called into this feminist. This it's called like what's that crackle? My, I don't know. I, okay, I gotta not move it much. Kurt called into this um this show and he tried to explain himself and like, and and the only thing he spoke to them for like forty five minutes and the only thing they got out of it was, um, we need to like like Kurt just exp- you know, spent the whole time explaining himself and not listening. And I mean, I, I feel I wish I I wish you listened to it so we could like even talk about it. But I hate to go so far down the rabbit hole that like we're talking about a guy who talked about rape on a podcast that wasn't you know what I mean? Like it's pretty far. So I didn't even want to bring it up. But but basically, <laughs> but you can't help. But yourself. I can't help myself. It's so fascinating. This is what's been co- consuming the comedy world. And it's and it sounds crazy. But like comedy is the last place people can talk like comics are like the last people right now that can talk about things and not get fired. I mean, you have like John Oliver, like he's doing God's work right now on his TV show, exposing bullshit in a funny, in a funny yet serious way where like, uh, I mentioned this the other day, the tax evangelist, I, um, tax, tax, uh, geez, I am so not reputable. The televangelists, you know, they, they, they kind of don't have to pay taxes, right? Because I don't know. I don't know the details. But anyway, he exposed it, and now the IRS feels like the weight to look into him. And I mean, same thing with like Scientologists. Scientology is a big one because we live right in in LA, where like we drive by Scientologists standing there trying to talk to people on the corners, and it's scary shit. It's interesting because you know the age of the internet has really like it's it's brought the opportunity to be able to like open our eyes to some things that maybe we never would have known about and possibly make some change. It's a cool thing, but I, I, I do think you're right that. Are you going to be around tomorrow for my podcast? No, I'm working tomorrow. Why? Because I've got to pay bills. No, you have to pay my bills. (laughs) (laughs) Tasha's my breadwinner. I'm I'm the feminist and you're the angry man. You mansplain things to me. I've got to pay the electric bill. But we need to podcast. Um, I'm having the second part of the um, the chick who was the chick. The chick. Is that is that fucking unfeminist of me to say? The chick. The chick who was on um, The Bachelorette doing stand-up comedy. Her friend reached out to me who, who actually produces the show that they do. And she's going to be on to talk about. And maybe I can get more... Um, clarification on what i need to do as a man to be a feminist but i don't want my my stance on that is like i want to be a feminist but i don't want to come off like a white knight like i posted that chat with jenna brister for those listening if you haven't heard this it was like maybe three episodes ago a chat with jenna brister she was one of the comics who performed on the bachelorette and i got really upset on her behalf that like that they didn't credit her and i posted that on reddit and people were like fuck you you're just trying to get clicks on your podcast first of all none of my podcast clicks come from reddit none of them uh, but they're like, you're trying to just get clicks on your, you're trying to fuck this chick, you bitch, like this and that. And I'm like, oh, wow. 
Reddit this can is be like, a really nasty place. It's a it nasty can be really place. Fun, but they they can be really nasty. It's just nasty, and it's like no, I I would have done the same if it was a guy, except. I feel like it's it makes me even more offended like um like a like 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 a like you know like I have female cousins and shit it's like it's like if she's like a younger cuz like my sister's older but like I I used to like my cousin Celeste as an example. If like a younger chick in my family was like wronged, I'd be fucking pissed. And my cousins, like my 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 guy cousins, we've had those conversations before where we've been like do we have to get together and like show up at someone's house? Like we're like my cousin Tim and like Josh like are crazy. Like they wanted to show up at my grandfather's house. I want to say the first time I spoke to your cousin Tim on the phone, he gave me like a talking to. Yeah. Like he's, and he's from Boston, he's like so he's like, "Hey, you want to date night. my fucking cousin, Ken? What's the deal? Huh? You gonna you gonna keep him nice and happy? You gonna give him blowjobs and shit? Well, are you? <laughs> um, I love Tim. Uh, he's a good guy, but yeah, they they're uh, they're the old school Irish sort of like mob mentality but sometimes it comes in handy when you want to stick up for your own so i tried to stick up for this girl and then the fucking internet it was really just two people they just went off on me saying i'm trying you know a white knight and all this shit and and i actually explained it to them like look i have a girlfriend i and i love responding to trolls with real facts and details and be like they always every single time like the dude apologized afterwards he's like i'm sorry man i never saw it like that because he was like, oh, she should just be happy for the exposure and the shit like that. And I'm like, oh, like the majority of America's on side of like big networks, big corporations because they don't understand. They don't understand that this chick told jokes on TV, didn't have anyone say her name or in the credits yeah, at all. Yeah, how do you get exposure if you don't even have your name If out? one person in the audience or at home out of the 15 million people that watched that episode, if one person was like, oh, that chick's funny. I'd love to see her live. I'm going to take my boyfriend live. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take my chicks live. That one person listens to the episode, watch the episode, sees Jenna Brister in the credits, Googles her, brings eight of her friends. Jenna sells eight tickets. Yeah. Jenna gets 60% of those tickets. Jenna gets to... Uh, uh, Jenna just, gets 20 bucks that the night. Fucking... Like... like and she's a funny chicken. So they run a show at Bar Lubitsch. Um, it's a sex positive show. I forget what oh, it's called. Oh, we haven't been there in so long. I know. I so love that bar. they've invited me to tell a sex story on the show, um, which I don't even, I really don't have, I don't tell sex stories. I mean, like I do on the podcast. I don't like, I don't do stand up like really like that. So I don't know. And it's also supposed to be an all women show. So I don't know if I have to go incognito <laughs> or something. But anyway, um, I was hoping that you'd be here so we could talk to her. But for those listening, that should be the next, unless something happens, unless we have to reschedule, that'll be the casual Friday episode. But I wanted to mention this. We, we're already at half an hour. So we'll do just a couple, like a 15 more minutes or so. But um, last night I went to um, fucking Tasha's best friend's birthday. And there's just a... There's just a lot of rules guys need to know when they're the arm candy at a birthday party. First of all, it's going to take the whole afternoon to buy a present. That's a fact. Okay. It took like an hour and 20 minutes. I found myself lost in the TJ Maxx. And if for those of you that are outside the country and don't have TJ Maxx, it's where you buy name brand shit you don't need for less. And we <laughs> looked at every type of fucking oil, philosophy, body product, daiquiri, body scrub, um, they were selling coconut just water. Shit up no, at they this have point. a v- philosophy has a daiquiri body scrub. <laughs> I swear to God, I was I was actually like, oh, I should buy this. It smells nice, but it's just a process. Um, it's a process to get to the birthday, and then we show up, and like any like any time you get a bunch of women together, I just I noticed her from like eighty yards away because she was flailing her long lanky arms at us, like we're over here, bitches. 
But I'll give him this, and you're adding note, and you're adding nothing to this story. So thanks for leaving me hanging here. Um, I was waiting for you to get to a point where I could interject. The point is, is like you, as a guy, it's uh, you never know what you're getting yourself into. You know, like I, like I, like uh, like I had to show up. Why is this any different from like one of your friends' birthday parties? Well, I'll say this: they have they're they're sort of wealthy, so they I as soon as I found out that they had a. A tab they had to run up for the bar i was like yeah we're gonna need pizza and <laughs> you ordered tuna sushi or whatever it's nice to know when someone geez you're leaving me you're for those listening tasha's rubbing a fucking rose hip hydrating body oil all over herself and doesn't feel the need to talk on the air i'm sorry i really was just trying to understand what <sighs> what sort of offensive thing you were trying to say it's about my friend fodder i'm bringing up fodder fodder <laughs> F O D D E R. Is that I how you spell it? I wanted you to spell it wrong. So fodder. <laughs> Hello, mother. Hello, fodder. No, it's just it was interesting. And then you're, and then we get, and then as we're leaving, right? We're probably half an hour too late to go. We're leaving. You're you're slurring your words. You're ready to go. You're you know your dress is riding up. Everyone can see your underwear. It's that time of night. It's that hey. time of night <laughs> where everyone knows what zebra print teal underwear you're wearing <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it was uh and we meet some cool people and the dudes all kind of congregate and and you know we have bro time and then I, and then walking out the door i see you know, this was like 12 this was like 12 17 a.m so it's not late but you know for an eight o'clock dinner it's kind of late and then i was like oh you guys should all get a photo together and then immediately <laughs> i go fuck why do you recommend that and then twenty. She climbs over the railing. Yeah, it did get embarrassing. She climbed there for a the second. railing and to get I in was a photo. A little, uh, it was. It's funny because you're right. I was definitely tipsy, but even I was like, "Oh my god, the people around us hate us so much right yeah, now." Yeah, we were in like a. We were at like, like this forty times. Really the nice hotel the on the water. Behind you, were like turning around to look. And that's women hating other women. They all hated. No, they any- were hating obnoxious people taking too many photos. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And but we did, honestly, we all were a little tipsy and half the photos were blurry and we needed 40 photos to get three good ones. There's no way you guys took fo- 40 photos. No, we took like, well, I can, no, I can I'm gonna count and tell you. No, I'm going to say there was at least 80. I took a lot of photos. Up. Don't count. I, took I am going to count because you're trying to make us All right, bad. I'm going to post this the, one of these photos as the sex actually show photo of this week. All right, here's the photos that we took. You took two with no flash, so I don't know if those count. One, two, three, no fl- four, five. Okay, six, don't seven, eight, count nine, 10, them all. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, all right, I'm turning 17, your mic 18. off. All right, so as she count, okay, her mic's off. 24 photos. Okay, your mic's back on. 24. 24. Okay, fine. But each one of those required exposition. And so we, ne- we got three good photos, so that means it took eight. Our what? average, what's the percentage? One out, one of, eight. out of eight photos. That's 12%. <laughs> 12% of the photo. And you know and what? This is all professional models. It, all three or four girls that were in these photos the, were all professional you had, models. Yeah, like a light skinned black chick, a blonde chick, no, and then she, Tasha's like a Native American German eyebrow girl or whatever you are. It was a good, it was a good trio. But but then but then I took a selfie with my boy Josh. One photo, nailed it first take. See you later. It, it, that is a good photo of you. Guys. But here's yeah, it's a it's a great photo of us. Here's what's annoying. You it, look super weird, but Josh looks like look how charming. Oh, good. Josh Why don't you looks. fucking fuck Josh then? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he stuck my tongue out. I'm not trying to look cool. Yeah, and he was on the higher platform that Cherub climbed down from. So obviously he's gonna look cooler because he's taller. Whatever. The point is, 
And then after every photo, the three of you guys huddled around your phone like you were, you know, like refs trying to solve. We the just wanted football. to make sure that we got a good one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but every all you one did... of these ladies is particular about how they look. Sometimes you have a group of friends where, like, or some days you're having a day where you just kind of don't care. You want to take a picture, you know, you'll look half decent, and so it's just like, okay, whatever we got is fine. We'll make it work. But these are all ladies who take their their appearance and their Instagrams very seriously. So Ugh. they're not going to the way you just said that. I have that to looks. I have to save bad. that clip. These ladies take their Instagram very seriously. <laughs> Instagram. All right. Look. And so they huddled around their phone and they each just started shitting on themselves. <laughs> each everyone, my fucking crow's feet, my this, my that. I need this. I need filler. I need this. Oh, geez. I'm going to hate this in the morning. Wow. When I'm sober, no this is going to suck. Said that. You all said it. And then you started like, and then Cherub, the drunk birthday girl starts photoshopping her face while she's <laughs> drunk on the phone. And I'm like, we have to go. I have to get home so some drunk guy can heckle me from the street. Like, I've got places to be. Anyway, it was a fun time. No, I, I enjoy those. That I, was a lot I enjoy those parties. But, oh, here's what I wanted to say. It was a little scary at first because we were the first of, like, the quote-unquote younger people to go. And it's nice. To arrive, it's yeah. nice having young. It's nice having older friends because it takes a lot for me to feel young right now. <laughs> as a 31 and a half year old like so but we get to sit down and everyone's like oh do you uh you know i don't want to say cherub's kids names but I've, they were like oh you uh do you have kids in the, that go to the same school with her and i was like we have a dog <laughs> but everyone there like they all knew each other they from were their, all parents from the same school which makes sense like my mom had made friends because of my sports yeah, like you do too. Friends. Like you've got friends from my sport, sort of. Like you have chicks that go to the watch on the bleachers, mm-hmm. and you all you all like sort of like look. We can be friends, or we can sit in silence. Like let's be friends. Yeah, I definitely don't. You had friends growing up, I'm sure that were like your friends from class from school. They would come over for sleepovers, and the parents like some parents and my parents got along really well, and then other parents and my Did parents. Did you have like more. your parents had like group sex? No. You're like, I'm having John over so for a sleepover. Disgusting. And you're like, your mom's like, yeah, bring over the uh, Johnsons. What's wrong with you? That would be a cool idea, though. For a TV show? Yeah, like a swinger couple, right? You're a po- you're polyamorous couple, and your kids, you've, you, you become attracted to your kids' friends' parents. I feel like that's a good way to get like thrown out of your very expensive private school. <laughs> Unless the dean of the private schools in on the freaky. I'm saying I'm giving away too many good ideas for people that listen. So uh, I, 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 every episode I ask if, if there's an animator Why don't out there. Why you just write it, babe? That I should. Doesn't that sound like a Californication type of show? I never watched it. I didn't watch it either. I shouldn't use the title for a show I didn't watch. <laughs> but that sounds like an FX or an HBO show where it's like, they're kind of getting like a freaky. Yeah, that sounds like a really. It could be very funny. But that and, also and could be kind of weird because you're bringing for... like sex and children. Obviously, like the sex dungeon well, separate. But that's the exciting thing is that there's a lot of opportunity for awkward situations. And which the kids, makes for a yeah, great show. and so like the parents aren't around to police the kids, so the kids are running around having fun, just like terrorizing, and the parents are just swapping fluids Ew. over there in the captain's quarters. Gross. All right, maybe this is a bad idea for a show. The last thing I wanted to bring up today was I absolutely talked about this. On the last podcast, I talked about the dude who was hitting on you at John's house. Okay. We might see him today. Okay. 
I, I want to mic it if we do see him. I want, no. <laughs> you want me to have a hidden mic? Uh, yeah, I'm going to put a mic on you. Babe, you really blew that way out of proportion. I that know was I did. Not I know I did. I know that I did. was just friendly conversation. No, by you it was, and I'm not blaming you at all. As a feminist that I am, I'm taking the side of the woman here. The men are fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, whenever it works for my agenda, I can call people pieces of shit. No, so for those listening, if you didn't listen to the last episode, you're, you're a piece of shit. Go back to the last episode and listen. I talked about the fact that we were at a friend's party. And this dude, I was sitting in the middle and he started talking to you. And then you want, we were, he was talking about birth charts and astrology and shit like that, which I totally am on board with, but I have nothing to add but to babe, the story. I am really into that. And I send you your horoscope and your rising sign yeah, horoscope. And I scroll down to the every, summary and I read it because it's an 18 page document that I don't have time to read. You have time. Mm. If you were feeling, and sometimes I feel really good. Like, it, do you not understand that it takes me time to send that to you? Like, it takes me time. Thank I have you. to sit down at my computer and make it all happen. And I do it out of the love in my heart. Like, you'll be having like, a hard about time copy with something. And, copy and pasting, And it's right? like, I feel really good sending you this thing because I feel like it's going to give you some answers on whatever is like you know, ha- giving you trouble. Uh, what's giving me trouble is this dude using astrology to hit on my women. So if women? that's if, <laughs> my one man, <laughs> my woe man, uh, my bitch, Shut uh, up. women hate being called a bitch unless it's like, unless it's by their man. I feel like women like being called a bitch by their man. Is that true? I, d- I, uh, I'm not going to come. Like if like you just whisper like you're my little bitch. No, I don't find that. Okay, well, bleep that part out. Um, so he, so this dude, Prob, we're gonna use his name. Fuck it, we use his name. He, he gave you his. He, he was like, yeah, I'm doing a chart your birth and shit like that. And I'm like, that's a little personal to me when you're stepping into my chick's aura. Get the fuck out of my chick's aura. You know what I mean? Like, keep it. I'd rather you talk politics, religion, but you're getting astrology on her. So, you, so you're, you guys, I'm in the middle. You guys are talking, blah blah blah. Um, you're like, oh my gosh, you have a birth chart. Oh, what's that website it's called? It's not a birth chart. It was about the uh, birthday day. Chick like explaining, from the guys. Book. Chick explaining is going to be the title of the podcast. <laughs> so, all right. So, you chick explain. Thank you so much for that. And so, you're like, all right, send it to me. And he was going to like, he was like, all right, what's your email? And you got in, in very innocently, you're like, all right, just give me, give me your phone. I'm going to text it to myself. So, you texted yourself. Fine. No big deal. Whatever. Next morning, he's, what? Okay. Next morning, he sends you a text message. What did, what did it say? Because I, I didn't know what it said last time when I was talking about it. I'll read it. Hold on. Let me find it. And I also want to know what the time. So he sends it the next morning. And it was probably before 10 a.m. This fucking <laughs> dude sliding his way into my living room. Okay. Shut up. I want to know what oh, he said. Okay. So did you says, save his name and did you respond? No, it's not. The text is not even opened. It just oh, had shit. The- okay. You're my, you're my girl. Oh, this. Oh, boy. This makes me even more upset. I'm going to open it. Okay, babe. Okay, I'm going to read his number out too. 240. Babe, shut <laughs> up. He goes, okay, so you sent yourself to secretlanguage.com, your personality report or whatever. You sent it to yourself at 9.17 p.m. Fair. You know what I mean? You sent it to yourself in front of me. It was nothing sneaky going on. And because I did the same thing a few days later when we had that documentary we shot with those chicks, I got everyone's number because I had to send everybody the photo we all took. No big deal. I But, but, I didn't text them, and they didn't text me after. Akila did, the girl we know. He goes, don't get... And I'm going to read this. Okay, I'm going to read this verbatim. Don't get too obsessed with the birthday book. It's dangerous. Winky face. <laughs> the fuck are you texting a winky face for, you fucking dick? Oh, he, he's done, right? No, he's not. There's more? Great hanging with... you. Okay, okay. I'll give him this. Great hanging with you and Dave last night. If he didn't include the Dave part... Then we have a problem. 
then we have a real problem here. I think that this is totally innocent. Lots of people write with emojis. Then why didn't you respond? Because I was busy. No, you didn't respond because you knew it would piss me the fuck off. Well, yeah, also that. But you could understand, because I did this on the podcast that we did, uh, you're you're more than welcome to listen. It was a good podcast. I I podcasted with TNA Talk Sex, same exact sort of format I do, except they're like more like NPR, like, hey, welcome to TNA, which is fine. I'm not chastising them. And I'm like, hey, fucking kids over here. Like, uh, this is less refined. They have nicer equipment. Whatever. Please rate and review. Share us with your friends. And I brought that up to them. They're like, like, Dave, oh my gosh, no big deal. What are you talking about? And then I go, he texted the next morning. And they go, oh. And that's all the answer I need. That's the social. If ever I think I'm being a little weird, I just throw it out to an to a just like we did before with your ex boyfriend and the yeah, dog. We need I throw to get it the out. Peanut gallery's opinion and unbiased opinion. Absolutely, babe. Okay, You're we're right. gonna go see this guy today. I'm gonna leave my phone on. I am. What I'm do you gonna. Mean? I'm gonna put my phone on the table <laughs> and press record. And I'm gonna press record. And I'm just, if this if this piece of shit. Uh, technically, that's against the law in California. You can't record anyone without their consent. Oh, gee, you know what? He shouldn't text you without my consent. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, he probably thought that. <laughs> that no, he, he had your consent because we were all sitting there together talking about astrology or you were shitting on it. I told, I told the whole crew, right? So they all, they all know each other. I told, I told, I didn't, John wasn't in the room. I told Gooch and I told the other guys that worked there and they all, they all said, they were like, yeah, he's pretty slimy. Like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> they all, they all agree. I was like, listen to the podcast. I, I even said it to the, I don't know the girl's name, the girl who works for that company. And she was like, oh my gosh, he texted the next day. What a dick. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. So I got men on my side, women on my side. I got the podcasters Wait, listening. I'm, I'm just saying he seems like a nice person. He, he's a little flirty, like not okay. in a way that's trying to be flirty. He's one, I think it's pump, part- he's one pump of cologne too far from being nice. That you don't need that much cologne to just I be nice. Didn't even notice. Yeah, subtly cologne. you did, and you were probably like, "Oh, he smells nice. I bet he's got a nice hog on him." Oh, I hope he texts me the next you day. You have got such issues. All right. Well, that's what the podcast is for. Um, if you want to see uh, the forty-eight photos that Tasha took with her friends, go to her 24. Instagram at Tasha Courtney and um, leave Tasha a comment. Let her know that you're listening. I think I think it's nice when we hear back from people because it makes us feel like we're not just talking to a mic on a Sunday morning. We got to go to my baseball game. Are you going to come? We're going to go to the baseball game and then we're going to go to our, our friend. Don't roll your eyes. We're going to our friend's party on the roof in Venice where this other dude might be there and who the, who the fuck knows? Maybe he'll be talking to you about Deepak Chopra or something. But I swear, I swear, I'm, I'm micing up the whole room. I am. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if it's legal or not. I'm going down with this podcast. I'll do this shit from the prison. I don't care. <laughs> what are you in for? Uh, I mic'd up a dude I was jealous of. <laughs> he put too much cologne on. Um, anyway, um, I'm at D Niels with a Z. Uh, uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, share us with your friends. We really do appreciate it. You've seen the numbers, Tasha. Yeah. It's amazing. 3,000 to 6,000 to 10,000. And we only need to keep on growing. If We need to double these numbers before we can even consider bringing this to a network because um, I'm kind of sick of being alone on this. I want to be on a network. I want to be on a network where other people support the show and it's not just me versus them. Because so far it's been two years of me just kind of bunkering down with this thing. And uh, no, that's fine, right? I want to be part of a team. That's what we're all here that's for. That's how you grow and learn. That's how you become an expert in your field. I right? wanted to be with a part of that, that other network and they didn't respond to me. And it's like, fuck you. We have good numbers. We have good ratings. We have 114 awesome ratings. 
and then two shitty ones. So fuck you, shitty <laughs> ones. No, we've had really good support. So so by all means, there is no um, no scarcity with my gratitude to all the people that do listen. Just know I want to make the party a little bit bigger. So if you have any friends that would relate to this, that want a sex positive podcast, or if you want to write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Is that it? Sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Are you sure? I kind of thought it was sexactuallypod at gmail.com. Okay, just to promote something while I look this up. Uh, <laughs> come check me out on my Instagram at Tasha Courtney, Snapchat, Tasha TV. I had taken a little break from social media for about a month. but Yeah, I'm Prob getting... was worried where you were. He was looking <laughs> for you. But I've been getting back into it slowly but surely. I'm posting here and there on my Instagram and on Snapchat. Um, and Dave, if you guys would put some pressure on him, I would really appreciate it. He is in the process of editing some of our videos that we shot, um, on our recent vacations. So put some pressure on Dave to get those videos edited and I will post them up on my YouTube and I think you will really enjoy them. We had, did you ever talk about our caving adventure on the podcast? Oh, we went spelunking and shit. No, I don't know if I talked about that. Did I guys? I mean, yeah, I think we talked about going to Canada and all that shit. It was a ton of fun. Well, I'm really excited Except to share that. Except your dad that. snored a lot and it was weird that I could hear what him. What are you talking about? Your dad snored oh, loud. <laughs> you the, snore the, loud sometimes. No. I think his snoring only lasted for like two minutes. Look, if you ever want to go on a vacation with your chick and end up on a bunk bed next to her 16-year-old brother... <laughs> We got a date for you. Um, <laughs> sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Sexactuallypod on Instagram and Twitter. Leave us some questions. Leave us a review. Share us with your friends. Sharing is the next big step. Share it with your friends. Find me on Facebook, Dean, Dave Neal. And uh, Tasha, I, I know you always think that you're my last ditch guest, but I do appreciate you on the show. And I think a lot of your listeners appreciate me too. They do. They appreciate you on the show, even with that smug grin. <laughs> I it's I have no choice. I feel like the Grinch right now as my face making a Grinch. Yeah, it's ten, <laughs> 10 times the size of your heart. That smile, well, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I went off on a whimper. So sex actually podcast at Gmail. Yeah, we had a fucking chick who's almost going through divorce right in. And, and she wrote back and she was a little mad at 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 some of the bluntness that we had. She wasn't mad, but you know, like it's when you, when you, when you take advice from a stranger, it's not what you want to hear. And we got no dogs in a fight or whatever you call it. So I don't know. We're not experts, but we're trying. And, um, anyway, thanks for being on today. Let's go finish the day off and hopefully no uh, fucking Armenian DJs try to fuck you or me for that case. So <laughs> try and fuck you too. Yeah. Look, I, maybe I just want to be fuckable. I want someone. The, the thing that pissed me off the most was that his sister was there and I was like, I could hit on her. I could hit on his sister, but I'm not because – and I know his sister would – uh, ethnic people find me attractive. Is that a fact? It's a fact. It's, it's a law at this point. They, white people, not so much. Ethnic people, they see me and they go, oh, this is an American type of dude, blah, blah, blah. But do I use if that? If only they knew. No, if only they knew. Uh, <laughs> and they don't. And you don't either. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you all on Friday for Casual Fridays. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.